Whether you are new to the living healthy lifestyle or a healthy living veteran, this is the place for the honest answers to your questions. Naturally Savvy with registered holistic nutritionist Andrea Donsky and health journalist Lisa Davis on RadioMD.com. Hi, I'm Lisa Davis. Andrea is off today. Today we're going to be talking with Dan Castro about how the power of belief affects what you see and don't see. Such a great topic and so very timely. Hello, Dan. Welcome to Naturally Savvy. Hi, Lisa. How are you? Glad to be here. I'm so glad to have you on the program. Now, I know that uh, Bloomberg Business Week calls you a serial entrepreneur. Tell us a little bit about yourself and your background. So I'm a 25-year business litigation attorney, but I've also owned, uh, I also currently own and operate five different companies. Uh, most of them are, are related to the real estate industry. I own a real estate brokerage, a property management company, and uh, an educational company that trains people how to invest in real estate. Um, and I also do a lot of coaching and mentoring for, for people that want to start a new business, um, whether it's real estate related or, or technology related. So, And I'm also the author of a couple of books. One of them is called Hidden Solutions All Around You, Why Some People Can See Them and Some Can't. Oh, that, now that, okay, so why can some people see them and some can't? <laughs> well, that's that kind of the million-dollar question, and, uh, of course, the book is, you know, over 300 pages long, so there's a lot of reasons, but, um, you know, one of the reasons is, is their belief systems. You know, what, what we've discovered is that the brain has its own eye, and most people, they think that they, that they see with their eyes, but they don't. They actually see with their brain. And the interesting thing about the brain is that it's driven largely by the intangible. Um, and by that, I mean what you believe determines largely what you see and don't see. Uh, and it's, it's kind of, a, of an interesting phenomenon when I discovered it. I did seven years of research um, to, to discover these things. But here's an example. So um, beliefs affect where you look or don't look for solutions, right? Uh, for example, one morning a few years ago, I was getting ready to go to work. It was a Friday. It was casual day. I didn't have to wear a suit, right? So I was looking around for my uh, my casual shoes to wear with my, my khakis and a dress shirt. and couldn't find them anywhere. I looked in, in my closet, in my bedroom, in the kids' room, in the living room, in the bathroom, everywhere, and I, and I couldn't find them. And this was going to be a, a disaster because if I couldn't find my casual shoes, I was going to have to put on dress shoes, which meant I was going to have to wear a suit. And uh, it, was a, it was a crisis, you know, so I looked again. Everywhere I had just looked, and they weren't there. And I looked again and again, and suddenly I just stopped and said, wait a minute. If I keep looking the same places I've always looked, I'm going to keep getting the same results. The shoes are clearly not there. So I said to myself, well, where should I be looking if the shoes are not in the obvious places? And the first off-the-wall, out-of-the-ordinary place I decided to look was the garage. Well, the garage is someplace that I never put my shoes because I don't ever take my shoes off before entering the house. But out of obedience to my inner voice, I said, okay, I'll go look in the garage. And when I did, there in front of me was a car that I only drive on weekends. And I remembered oh. that I had gone to see my folks the previous weekend and I'd taken my shoes. And so I opened the back seat of the car and there were my casual shoes. And, and when I looked at them, I had like an awakening in my brain. And I went, wait a minute, you know, this is the same with so many people in life, including me at the time. We, we look in the same places over and over for things that we already know are not there. And the reason we do that is because of our belief system. And um, so, yeah, what you believe determines what you see or don't see, largely because it determines where you're willing to look or not look. Many times throughout history, the, the great solution that, that sometimes transformed um, our lives and history was someplace that nobody was expecting it to be. 
Uh, it was in a, in a place out of the ordinary, and um, and so belief systems are very, very powerful. Yeah, they really are. You know, I mentioned it was timely just because all, I mean, all the horrendous things going on in the world and and just the way people are, you know, the way they're looking at certain things and like all this, all this type of people are this and all this are that. I'm trying not to get too specific, but I'm sure people yeah. know what I'm, I would say. Oh, I do. Right. And I just, I think that's really dangerous. I think it's really dangerous to group a bunch of people a certain way and to say we can't do this and we have to do that. And I just think it starts to feed itself in a really negative way. Yeah, that's very true. Um, you know, but going back to, to beliefs, you know, the, this thing that we sure. call belief is it's an intangible thing. Um, you know, you can't put a a, a, uh, a nail to it. You can't uh, you can't drive it. You can't fly in it. And you know, a lot of people think it's just hocus pocus. But but scientifically, we know that when somebody chooses to believe, certain things happen chemically and hormonally in the brain and in the body. So, you know, I've, I've learned over the last seven years of research that when you make a, a critical choice to believe, like I believe things are going to be okay, something happens in your brain. What happens is that your, your body stimulates the brain with blood, nutrients, and oxygen, and it stimulates it in a specific part of the brain called the neocortex. Well, it turns out the neocortex is our problem-solving center. That's our seat of ration and logic, and that's where we have the ability to suddenly start seeing solutions that we didn't see before. In contrast, fear robs the brain, robs the neocortex of blood, nutrients, and oxygen, and it shifts them to the pons and the medulla, which is at the base of the skull. And we know that that, that part of the brain is the fight or flight um, part of the brain, which causes us to act without thinking. So how many times have you made a mistake because you were acting out of fear? Um, and, and so when, when you choose to believe, you choose to believe that things are going to be okay, somehow there's going to be a, a positive outcome, somehow you're going to see the solution, it's not hocus-pocus. Something's happening in your brain. Uh, the other thing that belief does physically for us is it, is it floods our system with dopamine, serotonin, and endorphins. Now, these are not just you know, pseudoscientific words. These are the, the, the hormones in your body that actually make you feel good, they make you uh, confident, and they give you courage. All these emotions that we have that we define as intangible, we would not have but for these chemicals and hormones in our body. We know what triggers them, and, and when you choose to believe, all those feelings of courage and, and confidence and excitement to act suddenly flood your body. Uh, so we think that belief is a feeling, but it's not. Belief is a choice that stimulates and causes a feeling. And, uh, and that's why I say, you know, when you choose to believe, magical things happen both in your brain and your body, and you start to see solutions that were there all along that you just weren't seeing before. That makes so much sense. You know, I also love how you say belief allows us to see things with the brain that we can't see with our eyes. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's absolutely true. I mean, for example, you know, and this one is personal to me, you know, uh, my wife says, hey, can you go grab uh, the, the salt out of the kitchen? I mean, she's eating popcorn watching a movie, you know, and I go, okay, great. Where is it? And she goes, it's right there on the counter next to the fridge. And I'm over there, and I'm standing at the counter next to the fridge, and I go, it's not here. And she goes, yes, it is. And I say, no, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. And then she walks over, leaves the couch, comes and grabs the salt shaker, which is right in front of me, Right. And this has happened yeah. not just to me, but to so many people. And the reason that, that this happens is because scientists have proven that you can be looking right at an object and not see it. And in this case, the reason I wasn't seeing it is not because I'm blind, 
but because to me a salt shaker looks like a traditional salt shaker, which is something that you see at a, at a, at a diner or a coffee shop. It's just a little tube with a little round head on it, you know, with holes in it. But unbeknownst to me, uh, she had gone out and bought a set of salt and pepper shakers that looked like spaceships. They looked like something on a Star Wars, you know. <laughs> and, uh, and so when I was looking for a salt shaker, I was looking for something that my mind said was a salt shaker. I wasn't looking for a spaceship, right? Um, and she goes, see, remember I bought these last week, you know. And I went, oh. And I remembered that she had bought them, but it didn't register. It didn't transform in my brain what a salt shaker looked like, right? And so it's very oh, yeah. true. We, we see with our brain, not with our eyes. My eyes were staring right at the sucker, you know, uh, but my brain wasn't registering that that's the salt shaker. This is so interesting. You know, it's funny because this just happened with my father-in-law last night. I said, can you get me the, all, the garlic olive oil out of the cabinet? And he was like, okay. And he's looking and he's like, I don't see it. I don't see it. And then I walk over and I grab it and the bottle had been turned around. So he didn't see the label and it was maybe he thought, I don't know. I, I was thinking it's right in front of you. How do you not see it? Yeah, now I feel a little guilty. Although I wasn't yeah. mean or anything. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, but but everybody has a similar. Um, yeah, and you know, so, unfortunately, you know, we're, we're out of time. You, Dan, you've got to come back. This goes so fast. Tell us how we can get a hold of you and, and find out your work. So my website is hiddensolutions.com. You can download the first chapter for free, and you can buy the book on Amazon. Terrific, Dan. Thank you so much. And thanks, everybody, for listening to Naturally Savvy Radio. I hope you all stay well. Be careful about what you believe and make sure you have a belief in yourself, most importantly.